0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mama Wears Athleisure. I am your host, Mariela de Santiago, a first-time mom. We focus on all things mom with tips to help make life easier and more organized for all you mamas out there. Hi everyone. Today we have Diana from Songbirds Music here to chat with us about music and how that's important to learning for babies.
1: Hi, Mariella. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Diana Davidson and I'm a former bilingual elementary school teacher turned early childhood music and movement specialist. And I'm also a mama bird. I'm a two time mom of girls. I have two daughters. I'm a wife and I I'm also a fur mom. I have a poodle mystery dog named Fozzie. So, by his name, you can probably guess that I love the Muppets and Sesame Street. Since 2008, for the last 15 years, I've been running Songbirds Music, my family-friendly business here in San Diego, and I've been singing hello to hundreds of families. Over time, we specialize in classes for children ages zero to five, and the grown-ups who love them. And we have classes in English as well well as in Spanish. I'm originally from Mexico City, so Spanish is my first language. And we sing, we dance, we play. We have the best time. Our classes are offered in person in Point Loma at Liberty Station, as well as online. I love that. I
0: am teaching my son Spanish, so I only speak Spanish to him at home. So I love that you do Spanish songs, because I feel like that's kind of a very rare thing for us to find.
1: Music is a great way to foster language development.
0: Let's just go ahead and jump right into it. If you can start off with telling us a little bit about why music is important for babies and what are some benefits that come with this?
1: There are so many benefits to singing, making music with your little one. To start off, when you're singing with your little one or sharing music, you have that closeness with them. So there is that fostering of that positive attachment. And we start to connect a positive feeling of being with a loving grown-up up with music. So fostering that positive attachment is super helpful. And music is a great way to soothe our little ones. Singing requires taking a really deep breath. I remember your podcast with, I believe it was Janet Gilbert talking about taking deep, calming breaths. Well, music, you can't sing on a shallow breath. So when you sing, you have to take a nice deep breath. So automatically that can help soothe and regulate our system. That's one of the benefits. The other one is that music is not stored in any one part of the brain. It's actually everywhere. So when we are actively engaging in music, the entire brain is lighting up. And I think about, you can imagine all the neurons in the brain having like a little dance party and the brain is just lighting up everywhere. Music can be a visually and an auditory stimulating thing. So we can see our bodies moving. We can hear the music or hear instruments playing. And that helps give some feedback to our visual and auditory cortex, which of course sends. All those signals back up to the brain and we start to carve out those important neural pathways when we are with our little ones a lot of times we're tapping to the beat or moving around with them and that purposeful touch also gives beat feedback to the body in addition to that it also creates this kinesthetic stimulation because we're touching our little ones maybe we're tapping them maybe we're rubbing their backs or their tummies while we're singing to them so that can actually help stimulate their circulatory system get that blood flowing their digestion digestive system, regulating their breath again, and also their respiratory system. Other benefits of music is that we talked a little bit about it when you mentioned that you sing and talk to your little one in Spanish at home. There's a really strong connection between music and language. So the same parts of the brain that help with language processing are also connected to music processing. So music, singing to your little one, listening to music can really help stimulate that language development, the language of your culture and your environment, as well as opening that up to languages and sounds from other countries and cultures. And then there's a huge social and emotional benefit to listening to music. Typically, listening to music and enjoying music has this kind of community feeling to it. We share music with grown-ups, with other children, in a concert, in a classroom setting. So it becomes this social interaction between music. It's a way for little ones to create community as well as grown-ups creating that community that is, of course, so necessary as we raise our little ones. And then for emotional regulation, we have music that really can make us feel. It's a really sort of a full-body response type of a thing, and there's been a lot of studies that have shown that when there's music in a softer or minor key, some little ones will feel sad or start to emote and maybe even cry, not because it's a sad song necessarily, but because they're feeling emotion. same way that music can fill us with joy and make us smile and happy and have us do that baby bounce that our little ones love to do. And then, of course, the physical. When we are actively participating in music making, our eyes and our ears are open, our bodies are moving, so we're starting to stimulate those fine and gross motor skills, the locomotor, walking, dancing, skipping, as well as the non-locomotor, like bouncing or twisting and stretching. So many benefits to music. I could go on and on and on.
0: You mentioned so many that just kind of stood out to me. So I feel like naturally you tend to see kids just wanting to move to the beat. Like I find that my son, anytime music is being played in the background, he's just wanting to bounce and move. When he was a newborn, if he was kind of having a hard time settling down, I would just strap him in and we would listen to Selena. So I always say, oh yeah, you know, Selena tends to soothe him, which I like to also be able to use Spanish music with being able to expose them to the language. So I'm also glad that you mentioned that because we predominantly play Spanish music. Of course, we do nursery rhymes, but when it comes to just being able to have music in the background, I typically try to choose Spanish because I want him to have that exposure to the language.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's a connection to you as well, not just to the language. Babies are born natural music makers and sounders. So when they come out, they're crying and they're cooing and they're making sounds. We find a lot of times that babies are really responsive to music. They'll coo or fill in the silences when the music stops to kind of cue that they want a little bit more of that music. You'll see their little arms and legs start to kick. They're really tuned in. I love that they're able
0: to already kind of pick up on all of that, right? Yes. So it goes to show that I guess It's kind of natural, it's our instinct. So with all of that, when should parents start to introduce music to babies? And I know that you kind of touched on this already. What are some ways to even do this, aside from maybe nursery rhymes? Hey everyone, it's your host, Mariella. We have a giveaway in July. So be sure to check our website, www.mamawearsathleisure.com, for all the details on how to enter for your chance to win an original Sprout, gift set.
1: I get this question a lot. Is my child too young to do music? And the answer is always no. One of the wonderful things about music is you can talk, you can sing, you can walk, you can dance with your baby. So you are never too young and never too old. As soon as you are comfortable and ready, and regardless of your musical ability, I get that question a lot too, your child remembers that you sing, not how you sing. Your voice is the voice of love and comfort. You can start singing to your little one right away. it's really never too early to start the other question was how to get started with that of course singing nursery rhymes is a great way if you're a shy singer doing chants sort of sounds like you're singing but you're just saying things it's a little bit of a musical cheat for example if you say something like Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water you're not really singing you're just sort of saying it in a sing-songy way I'll share four different ways that you can incorporate music Music into your day and two of them are going to be passive ways of sharing music and two of them are gonna be more active one passive way is like you mentioned play your Selena play it have it in the background so you're passively consuming that music it's playing in your home it's playing in the car listening to the music that you love also shows your little one hey mommy and daddy and the grown-ups in your life love music and I'm sharing this with you. The other passive way to introduce music to your little one is taking them to go see live music. I'm not talking about taking your baby to go see Taylor Swift necessarily, although that would be pretty cool, but there's so many parks and cafes and places where they have live musicians playing. So music becomes not only something that we do at home and in the car, but it's out in the world. And music is around in every country, in every culture, and in every language. From a very early age, you can start exposing your little one to live music, which is super, super special. Two active ways that you can engage in music. One is, of course, singing to your little one. Don't forget, regardless of your musical ability, your voice is your child's favorite. So sing out, have dance parties with them, dance around, and it again fosters that positive attachment to music. And you're also showing your little one that music can be joyful and fun and sort of this stress-free, carefree activity. And then of course, enrolling in a music class. That's a great way to do it. A lot of families say, well, okay, so I should sing to my child because it's good for them. But I only know Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and ABC. So going to a music class is a great way to have that social piece of making music in a community but feeling supported by a teacher who's trained in early childhood and can not only give you great songs for you to take home and sing with your little ones, but also things, ways to interact musically at home, helping you transition from daytime to nighttime using music to soothe or putting shoes on to get out the door. Oh my goodness. Sometimes that takes so long saying, okay, it's time to put on your shoes, time to put on your shoes. Let's put on our shoes. What if you sang it instead? all of a sudden, it just sounds so much better. Make up a little song. Time to put your shoes on. Let's go outside. It's time to go. All of a sudden, you're dancing and you're grooving and you've got the shoes on before the song is over. So those are some great ways to add music as early as from birth up until whenever you're ready to expose your little one to music.
0: I love all these ideas that you mentioned. We go to the library where they often do like music with the story time, which is awesome. Absolutely. You see the kids. Participate standing, playing, dancing, moving around. So I'm really glad that you mentioned all those other additional ways because I, you know, just think of like, oh, well, I can play nursery rhymes or music here, but wouldn't have thought to take him to go see live music at that cafe. Even though we've done that, I just wasn't, you know, connecting it as, oh, this is like
1: great for him and his music abilities. It doesn't have to be kids' music. You don't have to get stuck. There's nothing wrong with kids' music. You don't have to look for the kids' music library on your favorite streaming platform. You can play anything. Selena, classical music, Bob Marley, really amplify their exposure to lots of different sounds from different countries and cultures.
0: So glad that you said that because (laughs) in the car ride, I'm like, you know what? This is my time to also be able to enjoy the music. So I always mix it up and play a variety of music. So I'm really glad that you said that because... I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, but you know what? <laughs> I think I think the
1: more exposure, the better. Yes, exactly. The more exposure, the better. And that way you don't have to get sick of hearing Baby Shark. You can listen to the music that you love. And because you love it, chances are your child's going to love it too.
0: I feel like you kind of already also answered
1: my next question, but if there's anything that you can elaborate, how does <laughs> music help with a baby's development? Music is not stored in any one part of the brain. So when you are engaging musically with your little one. You're not only helping their musical growth, but just their overall development. It's really critical to overall development. And because babies are born natural music makers, you can do it right away. Singing to your child helps stimulate that language development, that connection that you have with them. That attachment is so, so important. Teaching them that music can be something that they can use to self-soothe, just like singing a lullaby before nap time or before they go to sleep. At night teaches them that we have this special routine and this bond that we have that we share. But when they get a little bit older, you might hear your little ones singing to themselves in their room as a way to self-soothe. So that's a really great way for them to develop into being these sort of self-regulators and self-sufficient without always needing mommy's voice there because you've already done that modeling for them. And of course, that social emotional growth is so, so critical for them to develop and singing. Exposing them to music, being in a class with other children and other families and loving grown ups can be a great way to foster all of that. We want to develop our whole child from the inside out. And music is one of those things that, from birth, even before birth in utero, if you have a hearing child, they can hear at about 16 to 19 weeks in gestation. So you can start singing to them even when they're in your belly. And when they come out, you have those songs that you're already connected to. Do you have any
0: other? tips, suggestions, or recommendations on anything related to music?
1: I have two tips that I can leave you with. One is have a space in your home where is kind of like a music corner. And in this music corner, you can have a bin that you can do together and put some things in that you might have around the house. You don't have to buy any instruments. You already have everything that you need. Take out wooden spoons. Those containers that you've lost the lid to can make great drums. All of those delivery boxes that come to your door make great drums as well. You can fill containers as long as the lid is tightly shut with rice or beans or different fillings and create shakers. Grab a kitchen towel as a dance scarf you can fill all of these things up in a bin and have a little music area you can play music you can sing and maybe just even taking five or ten minutes out of your day or incorporating this little music time into your week can be a great way to bring music into your home that's how I used to cook dinner I had the music bucket going I had my kitchen instruments so I could cook dinner my children had kitchen instruments so that they can play with and then with 20 minutes they were playing musically I was cooking dinner and everybody was having Fun. The other tip that I would share is use your child's name when you sing songs. For example, if you're singing Old McDonald Had a Farm, instead of singing Old MacDonald, put your child's name in like this Little Sarah Had a Farm, E I E I O. And every time they hear Little Sarah, all of a sudden you have personalized that song for them. And it's not just Old McDonald's song, it's Little Sarah's song. So, My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean, take out My Bonnie and put my, insert your child's name there. And then you've personalized that song and made it really sweet. You're also showing your little one that music can be playful and that you can change the words around to really make it your own. So those would be my tips.
0: Thanks for those. Well, we already do that over here with the substituting the name whenever we listen to Baby Beluga. (laughs) say baby Luciano. (laughs) I love that. Yay. (laughs) I'm excited to hopefully be able to get him into a music class. But yes, we already try to do a lot of the music activities, which is really nice that you were able to mention even more ideas for us to partake in.
1: Yes, I'm so glad to hear that. And you don't need anything. All you need is your body and your voice and you're ready to sing and play music with your little one. Thanks for taking time to share all of this with us. Thank you so much for having me today. I love chatting with you.
0: Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for our next episode. You can find us on Instagram for more updates and tips. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a review if you like us.